the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. There is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant to most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. The glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins. Hear thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 113 and then 122. Psalm 113. Praise the Lord, ye servants. O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth forevermore. The Lord's name is praised from the rising up of the sun unto the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God that hath his dwelling so high, and yet humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth. He taketh up the simple out of the dust, and lifteth the poor out of the mire. That he may set him with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be a joyful mother of children. Psalm 122 I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand at thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is at unity in itself. For hither the tribes go up, even the tribes of the Lord, to testify unto Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For there is the seat of judgment, even the seat of the house of David. O pray for the peace of Jerusalem, that they prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls, and plenteousness within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sake, I will wish thee prosperity. Yea, because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek to do thee good. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the thirteenth chapter of the book of Exodus. 
And it shall be when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and your fathers, and gives it to you, that you shall set apart to the Lord all that open the womb, that is, every firstborn that comes from an animal which you have, the males shall be the Lord's. But every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb, and if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. And all the firstborn of man among your sons you shall redeem. So it shall be, when your son asks you in time to come, saying, What is this? That you shall say to him, By strength of hands the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And it came to pass, when Pharaoh was stubborn about letting us go, that the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of beast. Therefore I sacrifice to the Lord all males that open the womb, but all the firstborn of my sons I redeem. It shall be as a sign on your hand and as frontlets between your eyes, for by strength of hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel. He promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. Was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered? For the worshippers once purified would have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God. Previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings, and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. And thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers of righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, we humbly beseech thy majesty, that as thy only begotten Son was this day presented in the temple, in substance of our flesh, that we may be presented unto thee with pure and clean hearts, by the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Evening, welcome. It's a couple of thoughts on today's lessons. Uh, today, uh, today is the eve of the purification, um, being tomorrow is the purification. What does that mean? Well, <clears throat> it's tomorrow marks the, the 40th day after Christmas, and Jesus being the firstborn of Mary, uh, Mary and Jesus would have had to travel to the temple for two reasons. One, uh, Jesus... Uh, Mary and, and his family would have, or her family would have to provide a sacrifice for the birth of Jesus because he's the firstborn and he happens to be male from Mary. And another one is a purification offering uh, on Mary's part because she went through childbirth. And so these are two things that um, would have would have had to happen um, as, as, as far as the law is concerned. And the, the purification or the presentation of Jesus in the temple or the purification of Mary, they both go by those, those same names uh, because both those things happen, is where we, uh, we celebrate that, that you know, Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament, um, but he's also the, the real thing. So from Hebrews, our Hebrews um, passage said, that uh, the things of the Old Testament, um, I'll just read it. For the law having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things 
uh, can never with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. Right, so the law is a shadow or a sign that points to the reality, the good reality that we have uh, in heaven. And the law was always meant to convey certain realities to the people of Israel. Um, and they always pointed to the true heavenly, heavenly realities of, uh, of the actual like workings and mechanisms of the universe as laid down by God. So what do I mean by that? Um, <clears throat> the sacrificial system of the temple was always um, there to convey the meaning that uh, sacrifice is necessary for the removal of sin. None of the things that happened at the temple were actually able to affect that. The, the blood of goats weren't able to actually remove sin. It was Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross that was actually able to affect the removal of sin. And so Jesus is this convergence of the fulfillment of the Old Testament law, but also the reality of the good things to come. And so uh, what we get is uh, in the purification, we have Jesus himself uh, fulfilling the law by observing all of the things the law asks for throughout his life. Um, <clears throat> but then also being the ultimate sacrifice for sin. So tonight's readings, what are some of the things that the law conveys in tonight's readings? So um, in our reading of Exodus 13, we get, um, we get that uh, this rule that the first male born, whether it be a, a, the oldest son or uh, the first, you know, lamb born of um, a female lamb that happens to be male all require a sacrifice. Uh, why is that? And it points back to uh, the Passover. Uh, they tell you, like, why Why are we doing this? It's, it's so that you can be reminded of the Passover. And what happened at the Passover was that God uh, freed his, uh, his, his captive nation, this the Hebrews who were slave in Israel, they were freed um, at the moment of the Passover. And so what happened there was uh, that God sent the angel of death as the 10th plague to strike down and kill all the uh, firstborn children who happened to be male, um, both man and beast. And what does that kind of convey? One, you know, it conveys that you know, death is over all of us. That's that's one of the things that, that the law is meant to remind us of, is that everyone is under the pain of death, whether they're the Egyptians, whether they're the enslaved Hebrews, whether they are even the freed Hebrews, is that, you know, death is part of the human condition. Uh, what's something else that it, it um, shows is that um, we can choose life. We can choose to be delivered from death into life by following God's commands, by, by being faithful to God. Um, and the action was that, that in, in the time of the Passover, that the, a lamb be killed and its blood be painted on the doorway of a house. And that requires faith. 
Um, it, it, you know, if, if Moses came down and said, hey, you know, this is what's going to happen. Um, there's going to be a lot of death tonight unless you kill a lamb and use its blood to paint your door. Um, you're going to be saved. And so a faithfulness in following the laws is really you know, the thing that God's looking for. It's not necessarily like, did you follow the law? That's the uh, consummation of the faith that was within you to begin with. So you had to be faithful to to God's word, and that faithfulness is shown in the following of the law. The other thing is that blood is required to deliver us from death. Uh, without that blood, the angel of death would have killed the Hebrews. And so, so there's a, a few things that this is. So one is that we're all under death. We can choose life by having faith in God and following his commandments. And life is required through a blood sacrifice. And all of these things point to Jesus and his eventual sacrifice um, <clears throat> on the cross, which we get to in the Hebrew, um, the Hebrew text, in that <clears throat> you know, we're all under the pain of death. Jesus, the, his, it was his sacrifice. He is the Lamb of God. It was his blood that was spilled that saves us from death, ultimately and saves us from sin, and we have the decision that we can choose to follow him through faith. If we are remain faithful to God, um, and that faithfulness that we have in God um, is um, consummated through our following his commandments, um, worshiping him in his church, partaking of the sacraments, cultivating a life of prayer, all of this we do through faith, um, then we get to be with God and in life um, at the end of our lives and, at, and in the resurrection uh, to everlasting life. And so um, that's kind of what I think that these readings are kind of about thematically um, as it pertains to uh, the purification, which celebrates, you know, that Jesus um, fulfilled the law, but is also the, the um, you know, the, the, what the law was pointing to the whole time. This is just a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. Uh, we'll continue this evening with the litany for the church and evangelism. Uh, you can click the link in the chat bar and, and read the litany uh, with us aloud, uh, read the italicized portions aloud as, as we read this litany tonight. Uh, we offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God the prayers and intentions of all those who are present with us. We ask that um, God would increase opportunities and mission and ministry within our church and diocese, that he would increase um, all our individual faithfulness, and um, we would be able to have ears to hear him and follow where he leads. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. Holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to declare us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal and right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please you to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word and to receive it with pure affection and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to comfort and relieve all those for any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. in patience in their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their affliction. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May please to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May please to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit. Mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please you to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance in the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Sirens, we beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and may it please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for work and ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May please you to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work and work. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please you to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number of those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please you to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason of the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please you to put into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. And may it please you to fill us with such love for one another that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese, grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Lighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn, the, turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Move all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading this evening. Thank you all for being here. I hope you have a wonderful uh, purification eve. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you too, Lord.
Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.